Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here for this edition of the show. I always appreciate you joining me and hearing my thoughts on what we have going on today. So before we jump into this show, just a quick word from our sponsor. This is going to be my link, and it's going to be called Detoxify Yourself. Now, I've talked about this before in other shows. I thought I've advertised a little bit for other businesses and products. Why don't I do it for myself? <laughs> so this is going to be at trueformlife.com slash product slash detoxify yourself. Now, it's that way because when you go to my homepage of trueformlife.com, it's under the product category. So there's only a few products there right now. But anyways, so Detoxify Yourself is a 30-day meal plan, and it's gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and GMO-free. Now, the biggest compliment I get is that it's an easy read. So you can easily read it, and a lot of people say it's actually, I write like I talk. So a lot of people say it's like I'm actually sitting there with you talking to you as you're reading through the book so it's an easy read you can get through it in a shorter amount of time and you can implement what you learn right away so this is detoxify yourself the subtitle is a lifestyle detox to find your true self so this is all about there's recipes grocery shopping lists meal plans it's all there it's everything you need to start improving your life right away now all the recipes and ingredients can be found at a conventional grocery store it's kind of one of my pet peeves is when you pick up a book or a recipe, they have all these ingredients you've never seen, don't even know how to read, pronounce them or read them. <laughs> so I designed this book for you to help you understand how to prepare food in an easy manner, also affordable as well. And lastly, I also cover what you put on your body as well as in your body. So a lot of times we're putting a lot of toxins on our body and we don't realize it. So that's filling our body up with toxins as well. So we need to pay attention to everything we put on our body, in our body. And I talk about mind clutter and mental toxins as well. So again, you can check that out at trueformlife.com slash product slash detoxify yourself. All right, so this show is going to be my second edition of a Q&A with Troy. Now, as I explained in the first one, Troy and I, Troy would ask, asked me to come on his show so he could interview me, ask me questions for his listeners. So the first show I'll link in the show notes here. The first show is about exercise, hydration, and stress. Now, this show is going to be about food. Troy asked me about nutrition a little bit, healthy drinks, maintenance, how to maintain what you've, what your prog how you progressed, and then injuries as well. So he asked me these individually on different days, so I piece them together, and I put them in a podcast for you. So I hope you enjoy it. The next voice you're going to hear is Troy welcoming me onto his show. So sit right there. With me in studio once again, Drew Tadia from Exploring Mind and Body, which can be heard on CKFM every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Good morning, Drew. Hey, Troy, thanks for having me again. And again, thanks for being here. It's always a pleasure to have you in studio. Last week, we talked about water. Now, this week, we want to talk a little bit about the food that you're intaking uh, when you're working out. Tell me the importance of eating while you're working out. Nutrition. I love to talk about nutrition. So I guess when we talk about nutrition before, after, even during workouts, depending on how long they are, we want to look at quality foods first. So a lot of people say, well, better quality food costs more money. And I would say it should. You know, because so we should look at not why quality foods cost more, but why less than quality foods are so cheap. So we want to put good quality foods in our body. So when we're talking about before a workout, a lot of times we don't eat 
before a workout. And it's very important to get quality foods, get good nutrients in our body to fuel our workouts so we're stronger, so we last longer, so we can get through a longer cardio session or a longer weight session, whatever it is. And then on the other side of the coin is we put in a lot of hard work in the gym. So we're in there maybe two times a week, three times a week, all week long, whatever it is. And then we're not paying attention to the nutrition after a workout. So it's very important. I like to say we have about an hour, just depending on how extreme you get, half hour to an hour, you want to put good quality foods in your body to replenish instead of being starving and then grabbing whatever you have to snack on afterwards. Right. Now, if uh, let's say you're building muscle mass and you're doing specific types of workouts like that, is there a diet that you should be uh, switching off to as opposed to you know trying to lose weight? You know, I would say that I would probably have a less than conventional mindset, especially in the weight or muscle building genre, if you will, niche. Uh, I just think we need quality foods all the time. So they, in, I grew up in the muscle fitness industry as an athlete, and they want to push protein at you all the time. So a lot of meat protein, dairy protein. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if that's your mindset, if that's the direction you want to go. But I just don't believe wherever pro- we can get different proteins from different areas. I just think as long as it's a good quality protein, Maybe it's organic, maybe it's grass-fed, whatever it is, as long as it's quality, we can put in our bodies, we'll benefit for the future by improving our bodies that way. So good food equals a good workout. Absolutely. Uh, We just sort of accept into our lives, um, let's say, hidden dangers. That's a good way to say it. Because we're looking at things like uh, apple juices and orange juices, uh, things that we think are healthy. We grab that and go, yeah, I'm having a healthy drink. But in fact, in reality... Not as healthy as we believe. Absolutely. And it's not just, you know, it's it's everything. It's everything I would say packaged or maybe even manufactured. And it's difficult because when I say it's time to start reading ingredients and paying attention to what you're putting in your body, first of all, no one else is going to do it for you. No one's going to take control of your health. And unfortunately, different industries don't have your health at the forefront of their prerogative, if that's the word I'm looking for. It's usually mass production and sales and shelf life. So it's very important for us to take our health in our own hands and start reading labels and paying attention to ingredients we're putting in our body. So the first thing people say is, well, it takes longer to go to the grocery store now. And I say, wonderful. Because, you know, there comes a time when we start to recognize name brands and products and labels and know what companies are reputable, what products that aren't going to harm our bodies. But at first, it does take longer because we need to actually read the ingredients. And that's the most important thing we can do to start living a healthier lifestyle when consuming so many different products. Now, the thing is, uh, companies aren't doing it maliciously. It's not a conspiracy against anybody. The, The fact of the matter is sugar, salt, and those kind of things are preservatives and keep the shelf life of their product uh, as long as possible. Absolutely. I'm sure they're not. most of them aren't doing it. I mean, I would be surprised if anyone were doing it for any reason besides shelf life or the preservation of their product. Because if you put a product on the shelf, whether it's good quality or not, if it doesn't have extended shelf life, that it goes bad, then you lose money. So, but regardless, we need to pay attention to what preservatives we're putting in our body, what toxins and what what toxic products that put stress on our bodies. And unfortunately, if we're looking at packaged foods, a lot of them are filled with a lot of with preservatives and toxic substances that are detrimental to our health. And one of the things that people go are try to avoid, or at least not, I don't want to say try to avoid, but they tend to avoid is um, things like water. 
I mean, water is great for you, and if you could drink it 24-7, you would, but your palate doesn't really <laughs> enjoy that. So they'll reach for the sugary drinks or things like that. One of the things you want to do is uh, keep in mind that probably from, let's just say, earth to your mouth is probably the best way to go to avoid preservatives. Absolutely. Looking, at, I always talk about looking at a natural approach. That's that's what I base my show on, my life on, is uh, living naturally and finding natural ways to find your end result, whether it's health or wellness or whether it's eye health. Whatever it is, we can find natural ways to you know, reach our end goal. And when you, if you want to talk about water, there's so many different natural ways to flavor water. And unfortunately, our, we talked about off air that our palates have naturally changed because of so many different preservatives, whether it be additives like sugar or aspartame or even food coloring. It's um, it's almost like a placebo. We see a bright colored food and we, our mouth starts to water. So we think it's going to taste good. But unfortunately, a lot of those are toxic substances. So we can look at flavoring water a number of different ways through herbs and fruits and vegetables. And that's just a more natural approach to living a healthy lifestyle. And one of the problems is uh, it's a learned process. I mean, I've seen, I've been to a shopping mall where I've seen a, a mother take a, like a two-year-old child's drink cup, fill it with pop and say, there you go. <laughs> and that's what the kid gets used to. And that's what their palate gets used to. And when they get introduced something like water, they don't want it. Right. And that's what, that's what it becomes. These are conditioned responses. We understand conditioned responses from science. That's Ivan Pavlov and the water or the, the dog example. And we are conditioned at a young age. And the best thing that we can do as adults is, first of all, set a good example for our children. And second of all, give them healthy options. So we say that are my children, before our, our, we give our children a chance to choose better, we say, well, they're not going to have that anyways, instead of giving them two healthy options. So they're going to pick one. And kids like to feel like they're an authority. You know, they want to make their own choices. So you give them two healthy choices, and then they're going to enjoy one of them. I did a great show. It was called Toddler Health on Exploring Mind and Body. And we had a raw foodist, and and she was teaching her children at a young age on, they had tea time. So they had uh, herbal tea in the evening. They drank, um, sour, they had sauerkraut. She would put sauerkraut juice on her finger when they were really young, and they would suck on it. So now they love sauerkraut. They love green smoothies. So at a young age, it's important to implement those healthy choices so they can have a better chance at living healthier old as they're older. That's right. But we don't want to blame the parents, although a lot of people blame their parents for everything. But uh, in this case, it's a learned response. Absolutely. And you know, it's not, it's no one's fault. A lot of times we, maybe as parents or adults or whoever it is, we weren't taught ourselves. So we're not sure. That's why I say it's important to take control of our own health. It's our own responsibility. No one else is going to do it for you, especially when it comes to reading ingredients. That's right. And uh, so, as we mentioned before, the, the smartest thing to do, or at least the, the easiest thing to do, is uh, remember that equation of uh, earth to body is the best way to go. So grab yourself a juicer, even though it might be a little bit more expensive, you're going to, in the long run, save yourself some money and uh, live a more he uh, healthy, natural lifestyle. Without a doubt, whether it's a juicer or blending or getting into a dehydrated dehydration, it's all going to improve your health on some level. And I always talk about taking small progressive steps. So whether it's dehydration or whether it's juicing or blending, there's all different levels of when you can start. So you don't have to jump in and a raw food diet every day. You don't have to have a smoothie every morning or start juicing right away. You can go and buy juice or, you know, clean juice. You can go and blend three times a week 
or once a week and then slowly implement that into your daily lifestyle to improve your health. And that's a good tip to also note uh, if you've been doing, you know, the sugar, the salt thing for quite a while, you're going to want to get your your palate uh, used to it and to introduce it slowly so you do it like you say once or twice a week and then you increase that to two or three times a week and eventually you're doing it all week long. Yeah, you know, it's just going to take some time. And unfortunately, our, our society is built around quick. You know, we have text messaging, drive throughs and microwave dinners, whatever it is. It's everything is based around quick results, quick answers. And unfortunately, for most things that's going to be sustainable to your health, it's going to take a little bit of time. So we just need to give our bodies a chance to adjust our palates and taste buds a chance to adjust to more natural things that don't have so many toxins in them. Right. Now let's talk a little bit about maintenance today. You've, uh, you know, obviously people work hard on their physique and they work a lot to uh, attain a certain level or a certain look. After they've achieved that level, there's a certain amount of, I guess, self-congratulatory stopping of putting that much energy into their look. Tell us a little bit about the maintenance and how they can keep uh, looking the way they do after all that hard work. Yeah, you bet. So are we talking about maintenance in regards to happy with where they're at and not looking for anything else or maintenance in a different regard as looking for something else to achieve? Let's say Arnold Schwarzenegger, for example, <laughs> uh, he went into a governor's office in California there looking Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, biggest guy in the universe. And he came out looking thin and frail and, and sort of beaten. Absolutely. So I'd imagine in that situation or other situations, we can look at priorities. So clearly when he was kind of coming up, he was a professional bodybuilder. Then he started doing movies and other things. And now, so his priorities, his look was his priorities. And then he moved on to office and being more, living more of a sedentary lifestyle. So his priorities had more to do with being a professional in the office as opposed to being a professional in the gym, let's say. So priorities is, is a big part of it. What's your priority in life? So I often say that we always have time for our priorities. doesn't matter what it is. We make time for priorities. And the other thing is, it doesn't matter if it's money or time. If that's something that's important to you, you'll find time to do it. So when we get into regards of maintenance and holding on to what you've gained, it's really about setting goals and continuing to push forward. So a lot of times if we reach what we wanted to achieve, if we don't push forward and find new things to do, we're going to kind of slowly take a step back and lose that motivation to continue to move forward. We should always have something to look forward to. We should have something to wake us up in the morning, something to inspire us and motivate us and keep us pushing forward. So I think when we're happy and content with where we're at, that's when we slowly take steps back instead of hold on to what we have and push forward because it's a shame when we put in all that work and then we kind of fall back and then we start to lose everything that we've gained. And once you've achieved your goal of let's say supreme fitness or you know that rippled six-pack look that you wanted for the beach in the summertime what's the next goal that you could suggest well I mean just everyone and that's a good question because a lot of times I'll sit down with someone in a consultation and I'll say well what do you want out of this what are your goals and a lot of people there's two different sides of it. a lot of people don't know what they want and then of course there's fear because if we say what we want then there's a chance that we may not achieve our goals so everyone has to make goals that are personal to them 
and we talk about the why. What Why is this important to you? What's going to push you forward? What's going to wake you up? What's going to get you past those days where you don't want to get out of bed and work out in the morning? So you have to find something that's personal to you, a reason that's going to get you through difficult times and something that is going to you know inspire you and motivate you. Well, thank you very much for stopping in, Drew. And uh, of course, hopefully people keep in mind uh, their maintenance and their next goal. Now, let's talk a little bit about modified exercise programs for people that maybe have had uh, medical issues. So medical issues in regards to, we talked about two different things. So it can be injuries, and then we need some medical help to maybe maybe get back on track or a, a number of different realms, I suppose, whether it's uh, medication or rehab or physio, which is relatively the same thing. So are we talking about or which which would you like to talk about or both? Well, let's talk yeah. about let's talk about both, but we'll do them in we'll do them in, in pieces. Let's start with uh, people who've been injured and are just getting back into their workout regime after going through physical therapy and everything like that. Okay, well, you know, I guess the first first step would be to go to physiotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> True, because uh, most people don't. And we, we have an injury and we don't want to pay for it or we don't want to set an appointment or we don't want to take that time out of the day. But I'll tell you, if you don't start from the root of the issue and build back up, you'll th- those injuries will continue to come back. So if it's a pulled hamstring, for, a se- for example, if you don't start from the very root of the issue and maybe first of all prevent and then move forward and help heal, you know, it's just not going to work out. I've played my whole life. I've been an athlete, and I've seen it, and I've done it myself younger in my career. And if you don't strengthen from the very root of the issue and continue to as you get stronger and do more things, then it's just going to come back. So if you've, uh, you know, like you say, pulled a hamstring or, or you know, done an, a different injury to other parts of your body, uh, a lot of people go, well, it still hurts. Why do they want me to go physical therapy now? Absolutely. That's a great question because everyone has pain or discomfort at some level. And that's where the only one that could really tell you is you. And that's the hardest thing for us to understand is because we want, maybe I think many of us want a professional to tell us, you know, what's going on. But I think that we're our own best judge of our own body. So now when you're looking at rehab, we have to put ourselves in some form of discomfort to get stronger. Now, I don't mean pain. Sometimes we push through pain and make things worse. I mean discomfort on some level so we can, like I was talking about earlier, get to the root of the issue and build internally and grow stronger. And if we just don't do anything and if we think we're always in pain or feel like we don't want to put ourselves in any kind of discomfort, it's just not going to get better. Now let's talk about uh, those people who maybe have had medical issues that required medication and they couldn't physically get onto an exercise program until they were done. Absolutely. So, you know, it's it's important to make sure that if we're on medication, whether it's heart medication or pain medication, whatever it is, first of all, we need to consult with someone that consult with the doctor, I suppose, to, to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, what's what's recommended. Now, unfortunately, they, we're not always told to go and do exercise as soon as possible, but we should be doing some form of exercise, and it usually starts off at the very minimal. So we don't want to, the hardest part about jumping back into exercise or healing from whether it's injury or medication is we want to start right back out off where we end it. And that's not the best idea or, or it's not all that possible because we need to slowly ease into getting back to where we were. And that's very difficult for our minds to wrap around because we don't want us to feel like we're starting all over again. Now, it's a good rule of thumb to maybe uh, keep in mind would be consult with your physician, basically. That's what I was trying to say. 
<laughs> Thank you. No problem. I'm a I'm a plethora of dictionary meanings and words. It's all good. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye on uh, your physical activity, but let your physician in on what you're doing or what you hope to do. Especially when medication is involved. Like for me personally, unless of course if you need it, if you need it, if it's a heart issue or a very serious issue, then we need medication. We there's I highly believe that if we put holistic medicine and you know more natural approach and conventional medicine together, we'd be much better off than doing one or the other so especially when it comes to very serious issues like your heart for example we need to make sure that the doctor that prescribed the medication knows what we want to do and we have an approval of what we can do because it's very serious and we want to make sure that a professional knows what they're doing before we jump into something on our own because we don't know right so uh, in in a case of let's say somebody who has been out for a few weeks or months with a medical condition, uh, if they were to say, "Listen, doc, I was lifting 140 pounds and I was doing this. I'd like to get back to that," uh, the doctor can at least lay out a way of you know getting back to where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's first of all, it's uh, eases your mind a little bit to know that it's okay to go back and do what you're doing. And then for someone to someone should say whether it's some type of professional, at least the doctor say you can get back into it. And then whether it's a trainer or a nutritionist or someone to say that you can get back into activity, you just need to ease into it. Because like I said, everyone wants to jump back in with two feet. They want to start off where they left off. Or, yeah, they want to begin where they left off before they were injured or whatever happened. And, you know, it doesn't always work like that, unfortunately. That's great. Well, there he is. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I hope you're enjoying the Q&A sessions. I, I do them every once in a while with Troy. Now, Troy has his own show in the studio. He's on our sister station, Rock 104, and he's been gracious enough to bring me on and ask me some questions. I don't feel like I'm great at them yet. In fact, in the first segment there, you can it almost sounds like I'm yelling into the microphone <laughs> like it's my first time. And I, I just did show 200, so I'm four years in. <laughs> it really is entirely different when someone, when you're in different shoes, when someone is talking to, asking you the questions, and I'm so used to being the one asking questions and controlling the interview. So you'd think it'd be easier, but... I'm getting better at it. I'm going to move forward. I actually have an interview lined up here that I'm going to share with you and talk more about in the next couple of weeks. So I thought that was cool too. I'm excited to get on someone else's show again and see what it's like and maybe get a little better for their audience. And this, these these questions and answers are certainly helping out. So I do appreciate Troy bringing me on his show. So again, if you're interested in Detoxify Yourself, check out trueformlife.com slash product slash Detoxify Yourself. That's the book I talked about, my book, the book that i writ written. I talked about that at the beginning of the show. I also have a weekly newsletter I send out every Monday morning. That's all my content. That's my, these weekly or couple times a week these podcasts my radio show i usually write a blog post recipes videos all my current content it's not i don't throw everything at you i throw about four different segments at you so it's not like everything's coming at you at once that's at trueformlife.com if you're interested in that that's it that's all i got catch you on the next one trueform life